Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I unfroze some hummus, and I'm happy to report it's still edible. Culinary tricks for days over here. Yum. Apparently, I've developed a Marge Simpson giggle, so that's great. I've reached the point where 85% of the time my misplaced glasses are indeed on my head. (laughs) Searching for a specific tech adapter when you live out in the country is dang dongled difficult. Have such a good day. Welcome back to another fun, exciting edition of Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants desperately for you to do just that. Hey, have such a good dayers. Are you ready for us to yak it up? (laughs) Yak, yak, yak. (laughs) We try to commiserate with y'all out there who are on the uh, adulting thing. Are you guys adulting out there? Because we certainly are. We might have some minors listening to the show. If so, welcome. All ages are welcome. Sorry <laughs> for ages. the f bombs every every so often, uh, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's great. I think in the last show or the last couple shows, we were like, hey, if you're over eighty five, let us know. We didn't get any emails about that, but if you're the silent type, that's cool. We had someone who mentioned their age <laughs> and their year of birth on Discord to kind of play along, but we didn't get anybody writing in about eighty and above. So still, if if you guys are out there, please <laughs> raise your hand. Um, send us a note, hi at havesuchagoodday.com. We would love to hear from you. Hear about all your life Indeed. wisdom and all that. Yeah. And by the way, if you're not in our Discord, if you're a patron at the $5 and up level, uh, maybe you're not and we'd love to have you, or you just haven't hooked up Discord yet, but we 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 yak it up in between shows uh, with our Discord fam fam. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. So consider joining us Yakety there. Yak, that's what we we're so good at, Sarah. I'd be like, don't talk back, but I'm like, actually do talk back <laughs> because that's the whole idea. I mean, it, Heather and I could just yak it up, but it's more fun with a bigger group. Yeah, we like to start the day with a good old fashioned yak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like yaks, actually. I do too. They're, they're animals yak that fan. aren't really, I don't feel like people talk about yaks very much. <laughs> Where do they ever? <laughs> Speaking of the country, we both live in the country. There are a lot of llamas around here, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, I, gosh, I, I'm probably going to get this wrong, but, well, llamas are cool, although they do they spit They do spit, sometimes. but they have beautiful eyelashes. They're, yes, they do. They're, They're just so great-looking creatures, mm-hmm. camel-like, but sheep-like also. Yeah. But, yeah, there's something, <laughs> I think it has to do with, 
llamas being really good at grazing or there's a there's a oh i know what it is there is i'm not saying everybody who has a llama is doing this but i think there is sort of a tax loophole where you can say that you own a farm of some kind as long as you have a certain amount or type of animal (laughs) on that farm so it's yeah it's like maybe beyond you know cats dogs cows yeah and it allows people to maybe pay less. That is interesting. Well, I should look into getting a llama. You know, what I I did see the other day though, I saw a silver fox. And I know that, I think you saw one recently. It ran across the road and man, those are majestic creatures. It's, it's, that's like one real plus about living uh, so far out here is you get to really see wildlife. I love it. It's pretty cool. I don't know if the fox I saw was silver. I I don't totally know my fox types, (laughs) but it was a small fox. And yeah, it, it, Otis was like, what was that? That was a wild animal, but quite small. The only small. way I know my foxes is via the Roald Dahl book, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, and then the movie adaptation by Wes Anderson. So that, that's where my fox knowledge comes from. <laughs> oh, I should watch that again. I remember liking one. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Heather, I don't know how your week has been. Mine, <laughs> sometimes when we, we kind of say like, hey, what have we been all been doing since the last week? I sit at my desk and I'm like, I got nothing. <laughs> because what is everyone even doing? You know, it's same Or you old forget same. too. Right? Yeah, like what was I doing three days ago? Yeah. I don't know, something. But uh, we're getting to the point where we're almost coming up on a, a full year of pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're... You know, end of end of february uh and there are a lot of great things about it there's some blossoms in my neighborhood that Mm -hmm. come out sort of at this time of year where you're like okay spring isn't exactly around the corner but i'm starting to see signs of life but more than anything especially because it was a friend's birthday the other day and his birthday party last year was the last time I like hung out with a bunch of people, you know, and like ate good food and mm-hmm. hugged and, you know, and, you know, it was a merry old time. Mm-hmm. And that was a, a year ago. I haven't done that wow. since. I mean, I've seen people here and there, but not like that. Not a big that group. It was like a full on birthday yeah. party. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that really was a solid year ago. Oh. And I know that a few episodes ago when we were getting into 2021 and talking a little bit about new year's resolutions i had said yeah i really want to make a more concerted effort to just you know take care of myself sleep better uh you know exercise you know bring that up a little bit just stuff that i felt like i was lagging on and i didn't really do that right away Mm -hmm. first couple weeks of january nothing really changed i was kind of just puttering around doing my thing and it's remarkable how much my attitude has waxed and waned about being the best version of myself when you know there's plenty of stuff to do you know borderline lonely sometimes borderline relieved sometimes Mm -hmm. that i can't go be social everywhere all the time (laughs) totally and and just kind of being apathetic and then sometimes feeling motivated Mm -hmm. and because i am sort of a, a person who's obsessed with statistics and calculating things and numbers overall i remember going into this last year because so many folks that you and i know were like i'm in a city i'm feeling like really trapped Mm -hmm. this is scary you know there's people all over the place i don't agree with how some people are handling the pandemic versus the way that i'm doing it and i was like i got it made man Mm -hmm. i'm just chilling in the woods totally and that lasted a few months where i'm like i really timed this well talk about good timing i know talk about about good timing yeah and it i was feeling pretty like i mean obviously like 
life was not positive overall and it was a scary time but i felt lucky and then <laughs> and then it kind of went into a trough where i was like ah fuck this and I know that I was doing it and that's where I start getting apathetic where I'm just like screw it I don't care how much water I drank today and you know I don't even care about working out like I'm just gonna do the same walk I did yesterday and I don't want to listen to a new album of some artist that just came out that everyone's raving about I just don't want to mm -hmm. and you know it's I don't know like if people call that like borderline depression but it was just you know it's like I've I've been up and down a lot sure. But I think because it's like, okay, we're nearing an anniversary of sorts of like when life changed. Mm -hmm. Lately, over the last month, in fact, specifically the last 30 days, because I put it on my calendar 30 days ago from today, 30 days prior, and we're now at 30, is I am back on my stats. Nice. Yeah. So, and this is like, it's a combo of, hey, you, you don't want to work out, Sarah? You know you like working out. You 100% of the time feel better after you do it just do it and maybe um, the stats help motivate you like tracking stuff. oh they absolutely yeah. do so and this is like again it's for some people this would be a nightmare and it is borderline obsessive but what else do i have to do so it's like uh with my fitbit app because i wear a fitbit watch i know how many steps i took in a day steps are a little like stupid because if you have short legs you're probably going to take little bird steps and so you're st like my steps and a tall person who takes long strides i'm just going to step more than them mm -hmm. doesn't mean that i'm walking more sure. but miles we would walk the same amount of miles you know it's like a finite number mm -hmm. um and then like drinking water i've always thought yeah i mean i drink water i'm thirsty i pee all day i'm drinking water <laughs> But when you really measure how much water you're drinking, and I've gotten it to a point where I'm like, if I use that mug, it's 12 ounces. Mm -hmm. If I use this mug, it's 10. Mm -hmm. I know, it, even if I'm like, I don't really care what mug I'm drinking, the size of my gulps and how many gulps I take when I go to get water or tea or whatever, I know now it's like, that was nine ounces. Yeah. Like I've, I've, it's down to a science. Wow, I'm impressed. every single thing. Yeah, and it's, a friend of mine who she's actually trying to lose weight so her motivation's a little bit differently and I was like you know everyone always says record everything and it's annoying you know like you have to like have your like well I mean I don't have a little notebook a physical one but that's basically what it is you like wouldn't. every time you eat or drink something you kind of you know record it and she was like that sounds like something that would like put me in a dark place because <laughs> I'd feel like really bad if I failed one day over the next and I'm like yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. I think for me, it's like, it really keeps me on task. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, like last night I ate like nine large spoonfuls of almond butter right before bed. <laughs> that's not a thing to do, you know? Like once I started, I just couldn't stop, but I was like, F it, you know? But if I was trying to lose weight, that would maybe make me feel like really bad. Did right? it help you sleep like, or did it keep you awake? Neither. Okay. I mean, it was just, just almond butter, yeah. you know, just a bunch of fat, really. Yeah. But I mean, I, I love almond butter. Oh, yeah. So, but, you know, things like that is like, where I'm like, you know what? Keeping me honest. Mm -hmm. I uh, I don't know why I did that last night. It was like 11 p.m. Kind of weird. You had a hankering. I mean, I don't did. blame yourself. I mean, a scoop of almond butter, peanut butter, whatever, whatever it is. You know, it's like, it's so dense. Well, which one do you like better? Do you like, you like almond butter, almond butter better than peanut butter? It's a tongue twister. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I've been drink uh, drinking. I've been eating <laughs> almond butter. <laughs> We're all over the place. I've been eating almond butter 
exclusively instead of peanut butter for years. Uh-huh. I don't even really eat like, well, you know, PB&J with almond butter. It's like not so much sandwich stuff, but with sliced apples. Yeah. Such a nice snack. I just think almond butter is slightly yummier. It's not as like sweet or something or as, yeah, I know what you mean. It's a little more there, Yeah, there's a little more of a, almost like a dessert twist yeah. to it. I like peanut butter. A richness But maybe. I prefer almond butter and I like it to be crunchy. I don't know why anybody chooses creamy. If you're on the creamy side, please let us know. Yeah. Because I want to know your reasoning. Oh, but, well, it's kind of like pulp versus non-pulp. Yes. Orange juice drinkers. It's very Or, you know, citrus of any kind. I'm pro-pulp. Oh, me too. Not that I'm drinking like Texture. orange juice every day. But if I did, I'd be like, that's what tastes like fresh squeezed to me. I think it's about texture, maybe. Yeah, it is. For Love sure. Good yeah, I'm, I, I like the bump. <laughs> you know, I'm on a whole like animal uh, cookie uh, kick right now. It's weird. I go through these weird dessert phases where I'll get like the same thing for like a month and eat it every single night. And now I'm on this weird animal cookie thing. It's a texture thing. I just I like the little cookies and I like munch them like while I'm watching a movie. And it's just such a joy, something I look forward to. This is going to sound weird and or morbid. <laughs> uh, I haven't had an animal cookie in quite some time. Uh-huh. But when I do eat them, because this is just like a like a little look into like my psyche, <laughs> is I always eat the head first because <laughs> I think. Too. Because if I just took a leg off, then it's still alive and like suffering. I do the same so just thing. kill it and then eat the rest of it in whatever order you choose. I swear I'm reverting back to being like 14 years old. Like with all the things that I do, it's really funny. Yeah. I, <laughs> animal yeah. cookies, man. Right. There goes my Marge Simpson laugh. <laughs> I don't think you sound like Marge Simpson, but you know. I definitely, we're actually recording this right now in the morning. It's not like that early, but there are certain mornings where I don't really say anything out loud for a while sure. because all the talking I'm doing is like typing yeah. to people online or I'm, you know, researching or whatever. But because I talk on video for a living, it's like sometimes I'll, I'll write something and I'll be like, what does that sound like if I say it? Exactly. And I'll say it and I'm like, my voice yeah. sounds like I'm, you know. I've been smoking palmals for like 90 years. Like it's, you really kind of got to warm oh, it so up. True. So maybe that's where Marge Simpson's coming from is like you're tired. I think you're right. And I wonder or... if your laugh evolves as you age, you know, it probably does, but I don't think I sound like my regular laugh doesn't. But when I, I do this thing where I kind of like snicker a little bit, like toward the end of mm-hmm. a laugh. And then I'm like, whoa. And it reminds me, did you ever <laughs> watch like that Boris and Natasha, uh, show it was like they were it was like an airplane and it was bullwinkle i think it was like a bullwinkle spinoff or something no, I, I don't think i did no the little creature used to do a snicker i don't sound like him but it always reminds me of that mark Marin sounds like him actually he does like a snicker um like the little boris guy anyway <laughs> it, people's laughs are funny they are i think we all have like various types of laughs sure yeah it's one where it's like belly laugh where you're like i don't even i can't control yeah. it like i'm just like, I gonna spit out my thing in the world spit out my pulpy orange juice <laughs> my yeah. friend lisa has the most amusing laugh of someone that i know i think and it's funny how you it's like when someone laughs in a way that you're like ew no, nah, I don't like the way you laugh. It like does affect how you feel about them. It's a good thing to be fixated on. Yeah, you know, it's good for your abs <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. God, speaking of abs, I've been doing these crunches. <laughs> you know, crunches, something I discovered that the world doesn't know about. But I just, I don't know. I just, 
again, you know, I'm doing my exercise thing where I'm like 50 crunches. Yeah. That's not that hard. But I'm like, well, but I haven't done 50 crunches for like six months. So <laughs> actually it is kind of hard at first. I hate crunches. It's not hard to do, but then you, the next day you're like, oh, wow, muscles engaged. Yeah, you know. That's interesting. I, it's like toward the end of a yoga, yoga class, you do a lot of like core stuff. And that's the time I usually go to the bathroom. I like, I'm like, okay, late. I'll be back. <laughs> you're like, eh, not necessary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pilates weirdos. Yeah. So anyway, uh, lots of numbers going on for me. I'm, I'm, I'm counting all sorts of things. Oh, it's a friend of mine who he's actually doing the Noom diet, mm -hmm. you know, new malicious, Noomtastic, mm -hmm. but it, it's something that's working for him. And so, you know, the, the folks that he's talking to about it, cause he's kind of, he's always kind of struggling with eating well and keeping a certain weight and, and all of that stuff. And so the rest of us are, are being very supportive, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, Hey, whatever's working for you, do it. And he was, he was talking about like the keto diet, right? Which is, it's basically just low carb, yeah. but I don't know, some version of it. It's, I'm never going to do that because I eat oatmeal all day mm -hmm. long. It's just not going to happen for me. But, uh, there was, uh, like a, uh, you, when you're doing the keto diet and you get into ketosis, you are like measuring your blood via strips that you put in your mouth. Really? I don't know. There's a whole thing. And yeah, it's a whole thing involved because it's like something that can be measured by like the air that's being expelled mm -hmm. from your body and like how much glucose gets measured. I'm sounds like totally a lot of talking effort. out of turn right now. Sounds like a lot of effort. But like as he's explaining this and I'm like, it sounds like a nightmare i'm like but i think a lot of people would think what i'm doing sounds like a nightmare as well like how many calories in this hard-boiled egg i just ate let me look up the brand oh look it's pasture-raised that's 10 more calories than really? the other the brand interesting there's different i mean oh, i don't wow. yeah i know i mean who wow. knows it, you know a lot of this is just you know but you're into you're like that. a math whiz from what i recall well i'm not much of a whiz these days but i really like this sort yeah. of thing um, and trying to make sense of it, you know, using numbers, fractions. I think that's really cool. And, and equations. Yeah. So anyway, um, I'm making the numbers work for me. I'm feeling, feeling pretty good 30 days into this, into this little awesome. experiment of mine. I'm, I'm going to go for 60. I'm going to be like, I mean, what the hell else am I going to do? What do you have do? to lose, Sarah? You know, besides go see my mom every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Th th that's interesting. I, um, I would say that this week for me, Sarah, I've, I think I'm at peak absent mindedness. I don't know if that's ever happened mm -hmm. to you, but, um, I lost my phone at target. Um, but then I found oh. it later. I was on some random shelf. Uh, I'm glad that nobody <laughs> oh, took it. That. Uh, a cork broke in a bottle of red wine. And when I poked it through the whole thing created a geyser. And I happen oh, to be no. wearing like my just cleaned white hoodie, of course. I mean, why would I be wearing the, I have like eight black hoodies, but I happen to be wearing like the one light colored hoodie. Mm -hmm. Let's yep. see, I left my- It's Murphy's Law, <laughs> you Murphy's know, Law. red wine, you're wearing something yeah, white. gosh yeah. darn Murphy. Um, I left my coffee cup like on the hood of my car, like more than once. Anyway, other than the absent-mindedness and my Marge Simpson laugh, I've been very productive. And this is a different kind of productive that's a little strange. I've never really done this before, but I've been snooping around my dad's office because I have to find things. And this is, I'm talking like not looking on the computer, no, not digital. I'm looking at papers. I'm looking at files. I'm looking at boxes 
of files and papers and <laughs> files, boxes, and you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, it's interesting what you can kind of learn about somebody. I know that my dad was very private and I think it would be it, hard for him to know that we're going through his stuff. Um, and you know, there's nothing like so private that's like scandalous or anything, but we were looking for a legal document that was signed. Um, we needed it. It was the only document that like our kind of like business manager didn't have a copy of cause my dad did the business, but we needed it. Um, and honestly it was really touch and go. I didn't think we would find it because it wasn't digitized. It was quite quite a uh, a funny little scene um we ended up finding it it was in a random folder with a random name you would have never guessed it was in there but it made me really think about how people are organized and it's not that my dad was like totally unorganized but he was more of sort of like you not you you're organized sarah in your own way but like you have a math mind but you're also creative my dad was really mathy too like he was a really like genius when it came to he always was very calculating and business-like and he was an electrical engineer, but he wasn't good at, he was brilliant at making hardware, but when it comes to software and digital lifestyle stuff, he's not very savvy. So I'm dealing with a lot of paper. Um, and you know, it's interesting to kind of see how he, how it worked for him. Like what was his method of his madness kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. and I found like he did so many philanthropic things like, giving money to like the symphony up here and like helping them with their books and like small business stuff, like helping people, like not expecting to be paid. Like he did it out of, he just loved doing it. He loved to help people, you know, his tchotchkes. He was a very nostalgic person. And at the end of this crazy experience, I found this box and it was like in the back of his closet and it had like 12 heart shaped rocks in it. And that's like all that was in the box. And my dad was a total romantic. And I just thought, man, it's so cute, you know, like so adorable, especially when a man like holds on to something like that. And I was just sort of wondering, Sarah, I, I figured like, what would someone say if they looked through my stuff? I think off the top of my head, they'd say something like this bitch liked shoes or something. What would someone learn about you, Sarah, if they were going through your stuff? Oh, gosh. Um... I don't hold on to a lot of things. Um, I, well, maybe, I don't know. That's sort of half true. I am much less of a pack rat than I used mm -hmm. to be. And that's mostly because I move a lot. Yeah. And so every time I move, I'm like, I'm getting rid of more than what I'm bringing in, even though I still have plenty of junk. But as I look around, my studio is kind of where a lot of my storage also is. And it's mostly electronics. Um, there are... I probably have a lot more photo albums than the average person mm -hmm. because now everything's digital. I mean, I haven't printed out a photo in 10 years, gosh, probably at mm -hmm. least. But uh, but I have always been, you know, I've always got a camera. Um, that started when I was really young. And so, I, I don't know, like five boxes are all just photo albums. Yeah, there were a lot of those so, in his office too. Lots of old yeah. photos. And like, like I would take my camera to school, like in fifth grade and like take like three rolls of film and make a photo album out of it. Like kids, I wasn't even really that close with, but I was like, I'm documenting, I'm that's documenting. Cool. And that stuff is like, I'll never throw that away. Cause no. I don't even know what it offers anyone, but it's like, oh, I just would never throw that away. It's cool. It was you know, what I you don't get into. rid of photos. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I just, I'm actually very anti getting rid of photos. You know where people say, like, oh, I broke up with somebody and I deleted everything from my camera roll. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I deleted all our Instagram photos. And I'm like, that's a memory. I don't know. I don't like that. The only thing I've thrown away is, like, old printed photos that are, like, blurry landscapes of, like, a trip I went on or something. I'm like, why do I need this? Right. Well, they always say, and you know, we, we, we never follow the rule. It's like you go somewhere cool for the first time. Like the first time I went to Paris, it's like, how many photos did I take of like cool buildings I'd never seen mm -hmm. before? Like, do I need those photos? No, they're all on the internet. Yeah. It's the photo of like my cousin exactly. at the top of the Eiffel Tower with like the wind in her hair where I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, that's the stuff that you care oh, about 100%. later. Yeah. Well, I would like to know you patrons out there. Do you have any idea of what people would discover about you. I know that Buchanan, one of our regulars, would probably say something about shoes, but let us know, or better yet, become a $5 bala and join our Discord and tell us there. Indeed. If you're more of an email person, hi at havesuchagoodday.com is cool too. Totally. Email, yeah, you know, if you want to chat in real time, you want to email us, you want to leave us a nice iTunes review, those are all things that Heather oh, yeah. and I would, would be delighted <laughs> by. It's, it's funny you mention the things that your dad had saved or collected or, you know, you kind of figure out like, oh, okay, this is sort of his filing rationale, mm -hmm. you know, and I found the thing I was looking for, but it took a while because it wasn't immediately mm -hmm. obvious, that kind of thing. I don't remember, you know, when my dad passed away, I mean, this was a long time ago, my mom, well, I think they were already sharing a lot of that stuff. So it wasn't like there were all these secrets for her sure. to uncover as far as, you know, where that document was, but there was always this large trunk, like it kind of looked like a pirate's chest, you know, and there was a big lock on the front of it. And it was my dad's and it was always locked and it was always in our garage, mm -hmm. wherever we happened to live. And it never got opened. And when I was a kid, I was like obsessed with it. You know, like, can we open your trunk? Cause I knew it was like, ooh, dad's special trunk. And he was always like, nope, nope, that's mine. That's, you know, that's your dad's stuff. But one day we mm -hmm. will. And we never did, but when he passed away, I think he had probably told my mom, here's the key and it's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, you can look through my trunk. And it was, I mean, there was nothing like a value, mostly photography, because he was like, he gave me all my photography know-how. And he also uh, pursued it as a profession before I was born. So there was, you know, a period where he was taking it really seriously. And, and I think some memorabilia and some trinkets and little things, but it was like, it was like opening someone's brain. Oh, yeah. Because this was all stuff that it wasn't even really mind blowing, but it was like stuff that he considered part of, you know, his sure. life and was important and carried it with him forever, you know, until he couldn't mm -hmm. anymore. And it was really neat. It was like, oh, wow, this was his private yeah. life. And there really wasn't anything else besides that trunk mm -hmm. that I felt he had only to himself. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's really an, a strange experience doing that. You know, you feel like, God, are they watching me right now? Or, you know, I mean, oh, yeah. not that there was yeah, any I deep, dark secrets, feeling. but still, it's someone's personal space. And, but it was also a walk down memory lane, you know? Yeah. I wonder sometimes I, you know, because I know that this is something that you're, you're, is really fresh for you. And I've definitely gotten over that whole, oh, are they in heaven, like watching my every move now? Because it can be a little disconcerting. Mm -hmm. You know, if you if you do something that, I don't know, like if I was like, oh, my dad would be like disappointed in me that I'm, I don't know, choosing this path or, you know, you're 
taking a shower. Like it's like weird stuff yeah. where you're just like, where do they go? What's happening now? Ah, but uh, it, it we can't control it. No, no matter what, what, no matter what's going on or not going on, we can't control it. You gotta it's live. It's the mystery of life, Sarah. And who knows? He, there's could be some other dimension we just don't know about. I know, I but know. I hope he's in a good place. I, I always like to, you know, I'm not much of a religious person, and I have no idea what happens after we die. It'd be cool if something does, but it might just not. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Does it all go black? I don't know. But I, I do. Uh, I don't look forward to dying. But I, I would be like so tickled if you know, at the moment I pass, there really is this other place and everyone who went there before me is like, yay, so you made awesome. it. You know, like, I guess I would be heaven or, you know, the concept of <laughs> totally. it, but it's like, I'm just going to be like, I knew it. <laughs> it's kind of like, it that, is cool it's here. like that show, The Good Place. Have you seen that with Ted Danson and you know, Kristen Bell? I started and I thought it was great and then I fell off and people love it. So I, I'll have to circle the back. Pro so one quick thing about that it is a brilliant show in terms of like the writing it's very very funny and very unique great 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 dialogue um and good performances but my problem with it is it's like on a set i mean it's on a a lot like a film lot and so it doesn't feel it's not like shot on location or it doesn't have like that realness it feels like you're on like a stage and i think it mm. I'm not a huge fan of those shows anymore mm. I fe it feels very like back in time like watching three's company or something <laughs> Talked a little about Three's Company in we our Discord. See what you're missing, people? <laughs> the Jeffersons, too. The Discord too. listeners are like, I'm not missing anything. You really went on and on about oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah. It's so, so fun. Uh, Three's Company. Uh, good times. Yep. Well, I, I read a uh, an article that spoke to me over the last week. This one comes from Vice. And the, uh, the headline is, Scientists Achieve Real-Time Communication with Lucid Dreamers in Breakthrough. Oh, my God. I love this. Like, this is, yeah, this is literally like, you know, a headline where I'm like, oh, my God, so exciting. Because, and I would be surprised if I haven't talked about it on the show before because I'm, like, so proud of myself for lucid dreaming exactly once. Mm -hmm. Full lucid dreaming, meaning I was in the dream. Mm -hmm. I said, am I dreaming? And I decided, yes, I am, because I was. Yeah. And then I did something crazy with no repercussions because it wasn't real and I knew it. Mm -hmm. I have gotten so close so many times since then mm -hmm. and probably before. This is like years ago that I did this where I'm like, am I dreaming? And I always come to the conclusion that like, no, I'm not. This is real. And then I wake up and I'm like, ah, I asked myself <laughs> and I just was wrong. Uh -huh. You know, like I'm, I was so close. I'm. I'm questioning reality, but I can't get past the fact that it's for sure not real because weird things are happening and it's just not real. So, uh, so I, I love lucid oh, dreaming stuff. Now this particular study, it was, it was research done about, it's, it's kind of the opposite of what I just described. Like when you're in the dream, you, you know, it, and this is lucid dreaming is closely related to REM sleep, mm -hmm. random, uh, rapid eye movement, which is. That's the dream that most people, like when you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, I was just dreaming like the wildest thing, you know? And, and you lose the details mm -hmm. as the day goes on, but it can be really vivid and it can stay with you too. That's most of what we remember as like crazy dreams or, or nightmares or whatever, just that, that, that uh, very descriptive, colorful, detail-oriented stuff is, is happening when you come out of REM sleep. And... So that's, a, you know, that's, that's when you wake up and you're like, oh, that was so crazy. Why did I dream that? Oh, yeah, I was thinking about that person. Mm -hmm. That's why that person showed up in a really weird situation. Like, it kind of makes sense. You can kind of start to piece together what have, 
what was going on in your brain, even though the situation might just be like fantastical. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, like it was you, but you were like a fish. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, like just weird stuff where you're like, wow, it was you, but that it was wasn't such you. A... <laughs> totally, yeah. And and the person you're telling is like, uh huh, uh huh, yeah. It's so interesting. <laughs> you're like, ah, oh, I'm not describing it well. It was so weird. Listen, but um, this particular research was instead of the what do you get from your dream and bring back with you, it's what can you. Uh, like a stimulus that while you're lucid dreaming, you can bring into your dream. Mm. So, and again, this is like, I mean, the research was, I don't know if it's going to blow you away or not, but it was like, okay, so let's say I'm a test subject and I was part of this test and they put me down, you know, they got stuff uh, strapped to my head. So they understand like electrodes and like, okay, she's in red. Mm -hmm. And they say something like, what's two plus two? Um, like count with your eyes like one two three four kind of thing and they said part of the time didn't work but it worked enough of the time where it's like okay this person is down but they are understanding the command and they are giving me the appropriate answer mm. or even if it's not like okay two plus two is not three but they're trying mm. they've like understood that there was a command or a question and we're getting real-time feedback back while they're in that state, mm -hmm. not awake. And they can remember, yeah, I heard you later on. I heard you, but you were like a narrator in my dream or mm -hmm. you came up to me on a hill and you asked me a question. And I answered you. The people remember it as being inside that world that they were in not like oh you woke me up and asked me a question and i answered and then i went back to sleep mm -hmm. it's different and i find that so fascinating and i remember this is very very random because i'm like gosh i mean no one's really talking to me when i'm asleep first of all i live alone so that's not really happening or if they were talking to me i think i would just wake up and be like what's wrong you know what do you need mm -hmm. you know like i don't know if this is something that i've ever done I can't remember, you know, or somebody didn't tell me, but a long time ago, this is like, I mean, I lived in Sebastopol. I lived with my parents and I had this boyfriend who had had surgery and like surgery so that he was taking like painkillers, you know, so he could be comfortable and sleep, mm -hmm. you know, for, for a period of time. And I remember being with him and he was a little out to lunch, you know, for like a week, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of like Vicodin, you know, kind of napping and stuff. And I remember ask, like talking to him at one point and it was like, I mean, I wasn't trying to like F with him, but I was like, he's totally sleeping, but he like hears me. <laughs> and he's kind of like mumbling back stuff that's somewhat lucid. Mm -hmm. And I always chalked it up to, well, because he, he's on drugs right now, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm sure that that was part of it, you know, because he was like, well, it's real. Oh, you know, I'm a little loopy. But it was kind of the same thing. And I remember being like, this is insane. I can kind of like communicate with him right now. And then when he would wake up, I'd be like, do you remember what we were talking about? And he'd be like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. But I think it's like we're sort of that was kind of the same oh, yeah, thing definitely. that I'm talking about here with this research. I don't know. I don't know what it how this like helps anybody like, hey, Sarah, you should do some complicated uh, algebra <laughs> while you're sleeping and lucid. And Heather can like bark questions at you from like the, you know, the doorway. It would be, be a fun but experiment. It's still just so cool because dreams are so, there's so many questions about oh, them. Oh, I love and just, dreams. I'm like, I used to yeah, read like, like uh, dream symbolism I love. And yeah, you know, like I, I've had conversations with partners over the years because I talk in my sleep 
and a lot of the partners would talk back and try to get me to engage. And it has happened where I've like, they're like, you talked back to me and it kind of made sense. Yeah. See, I think that that's, that's sort mm -hmm. of what I'm talking about here is, is it's kind of like, it's not like gobbledygook. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes it is, but sometimes it's like, no, nah, we're in between two worlds here. Totally. You're kind of present. Yeah, this is actually a good topic because we were just talking about like where you go when you die and then the dream state. I mean, you can kind of equate because, you, yeah, you're in a different universe like in your head. And I just, it, there's got to be a lot of these different layers out there. I mean, think about how complex our brains are and how complex the universe is. I mean, it makes sense to me. And it's not really magic or fantasy per se. It's just like science and I don't know, like the stars. <laughs> yes, just like astrology. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, boy, whew, I don't know if all y'all are uh, being extra creative right now. Like maybe this downtime and all these strange experiences you're having is making you more creative or less creative. Maybe you're in like a writing block rut kind of thing. I, it's funny. I, like I've said before on the show, like I feel uh, like my like dark comedy screenplay is writing itself every day. I mean, I, I can't keep up with writing all this stuff down. Like I get, I kick myself cause I'm like, this is actually like, could be a really cool movie or a graphic novel or something. And I write down little blurbs here and there, but I'm just not that disciplined. Um, to sit down mm -hmm. on a blank piece of paper and like write a script. And I mean, I remember the first movie I did uh, back in, I don't even know what year it was, but it was the first short film I did. It was a dark comedy. And the way I created the script was from a bunch of little blurbs and pieces of dialogue that I thought were funny. Um, and I wrote them down in like a little moleskin, like and I literally used those little snippets. So snippets I think can be really helpful to create something um, from. Um, but I, you know, I would say like, I definitely have a lot of creativity right now. It's, you know, I think we're kind of in a vacuum, um, in a way. And it's, I think sometimes it is hard to be creative in a vacuum because I mean, what are, we're not traveling. We're not really doing, having a very diverse existence. Um, so I'm sure some of you out there can relate, but I have something, a lovely little thing that's not expensive that can probably stimulate some creativity in you. And it is called the Tashin simple diary and if y'all don't know what tashin is it's t-a-s-c-h-e-n it's a german art book publisher they do incredible coffee table books i've mentioned this on the show you guys should look it up there they have the coolest books in the world this simple diary i didn't really know about it even though i was very aware of tashin is it's like 15 bucks it was created by a swiss artist and writer his name is philip keep so it's called keel's simple diary it's very popular and very mainstream. I just wasn't totally aware of it. It's essentially a diary that's structured so that you don't have to stare at a blank page, which is really good for me because I need like prompts, you know, and it, and it's like inspiration to record your everyday life without it being this blank piece of paper, which is daunting for me. A lot of people don't like to write in long form. You know, I know some people who are like writing all day long and they're, you know, they love the long form and that's great. Like I, I envy that. Um, but what it does, it's broken down. Every page has like multiple choice questions and it starts out with like your day was, and you pick, there's three choices. So like, for example, your day was dot, 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 the naked truth, itchy or dress to impress. <laughs> and then like another one, your day was driven into a frenzy, shattered, 
or vibrant. Mm. And they, I mean, it goes on and on and on. There's many, many pages of a lot of different examples. Right. So even if like, you're like, well, that wasn't totally my day, but this is the one closest exactly. to how I feel. Exactly. And so yeah. yesterday I had like a weird day of just meh. I just was like meh all day. I just was like really tired and kind of walking around like a zombie. So I pulled up a page that said, and this is the first page I ever did. Like this is a new book. I got it for, um, I guess my birthday, your day was, and you only choose one. This one said calm, overcast, or an empty toolbox. I was tempted to, to check the empty toolbox, but I went with overcast because I felt kind of like under the clouds kind of thing. And then below it, it says explain why. So you, there's like two lines, like explain why. And so I wrote just kind of meh because <laughs> I didn't have a lot of creativity <laughs> yesterday and that's okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then they have below that, it'll ask another question like your aspirations are on vacation. Yes or no. And I put yes. And then below that is a quote that's like a piece of wisdom or a piece of philosophy. This one says most people do not have time to be tired and it's, it differs on each page. <laughs> um, and then the bottom part says, where will you be in 10 years from now? And then it says, make a sketch, a drawing or a collage, or disregard, which I think is great. So like, you don't even have to participate if you don't want to, but there's a box. And so you can draw a picture or whatever. Um, and what it is, it, it like keeps you company. It's like a, you know, I'm not a diary person. I think journals can be really daunting. Um, but I love mm -hmm. this style of like the multiple choice and they, and every single page gives you a different activity. You write, you draw, you sketch, whatever it is. It's entertaining. It gives, it's like some structure totally. that you look forward to. Yeah. It's so fun. And it's like you just can you can basically like open it up to a random page and it just it's like even if you're not inspired by it turn to another page like uh one more example these things they're very funny because the guy's a writer the guy who created this thinking of your home you a want to get a bulldozer b feel homesick c need to change a few things or d are proud so it's just, again, lots of variety. It helps you examine your mind and how you think. And it comes in mm -hmm. a lot of neat colors. I have hot pink naturally, but you can get blue or green or yellow. It's, they're pretty fun. And there's also an app. So if you prefer to kind of write on your phone or maybe even on a desktop, I'm not sure, um, but check it out. Uh, it's called The Simple Diary by Tashin. That's really cool. That sounds fun. Yeah, I, I have friends who, you know, nobody calls it, diaries anymore they call it journaling mm -hmm. and uh i know people who are really and i know that this is like i mean journaling is like it's not just like oh like a couple people do it's like a whole sure. thing that you know a lot of people say is is really good for self-awareness and you know can help combat anxiety mm -hmm. and you know you just it's it's a nice release and i i feel as though i don't have time for this <laughs> uh it's just not a thing that i Feel like I'm doing. I write a lot for you work, do. and so I'm like, eh, you know, if I'm not writing for work, I'm not, I'm not writing a whole hell, hell of a lot, you know. Like even a long letter to a friend, I'm like, oh god, it's gonna take a while. Um, <laughs> Birthday but, card, <laughs> right? But uh, but journaling, I know people who are so, you know, it, it it they really enjoy it. They find it helpful, and they will reference like uh, a friend of mine. I don't even remember what it was, but they were able to go back like a few months and be like, oh yeah, um, on October 1st, I was feeling that way. Cause I wrote about it in the journal and I, I was talking about so-and-so and I'm like, wow, it's like very interesting. Because of course, like you said, you had a meh day yeah. yesterday. 
or you know maybe it was like a awful day mm -hmm. where you're just like oh i need to like sit down and cry for a minute and then a week later you're like oh i don't feel that yeah. way anymore but if you look at you know the emotion that might have come out on the page when you did feel uh -huh. that way, you're like, wow, oh, that was really real. Yeah. And I really don't feel that way anymore. That's really interesting. And it'll be fun to look back on. It reminds me of that show, How To With John Wilson. He had that memory episode and he doesn't have, he said he doesn't have a very, this is an HBO show we talked about way back, but he doesn't have a very mm -hmm. good memory. And I feel like my memory can be kind of spotty. And for me, I, I kind of liked his whole idea of writing down everything he did in those little squares. Cause you can like look back and it reminds you of things that you've forgotten like lovely things so yeah. hopefully i'll stick with it it's one of those things that you're like oh this is so novel i'm so excited and then you do one page and you forget about it yeah i remember this is like so so random but i had gone through i mean everything traumatic in my life is like about losing people whether it's like a breakup mm -hmm. or somebody dies or whatever i mean that's pretty standard but you know that's those are like my like oh lowest point i can sure i know exactly when those were even though it's you know a, a memory now in the past but i i had gone through a breakup this is ages ago and i was having a really hard time with it and there was this like this is like pre smartphones mm -hmm. this, is, this is a while ago but there was a internet service where it's like you would send a message to yourself to be emailed that message in a, an elapsed amount of time that. into the future. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure there are still lots yeah. of uh, things that do this, but at the time it was like, whoa, I can like send, what I did was I sent an email to myself to be delivered one year into the uh -huh. future. And at the time I was like bummed, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I miss so-and-so and I'm super bummed. And I, I wrote this thing like, you know, be proud of how much has changed in one year. I'm paraphrasing, sure. I don't exactly remember, but the whole point was, even though I was in like the depths of despair <laughs> at the time, I knew that in a year, I wouldn't feel that sure. way anymore. I might feel good or bad for other reasons, but you know, oh, yeah. like time oh, heals. Totally. Time heals things that, you know, seem like a really big deal at mm -hmm. the time. And of course I forgot about it because it was a year mm -hmm. and I got the email and sure enough, my life was completely different. I was in a super good mm -hmm. place and I was like, holy shit that worked like, you know it wasn't anything you know like i it wasn't like i was predicting anything all that you know mm -hmm. novel but it was like it, i was so tickled by yeah, it. it's like, such a friendly is, reminder that was like such a yeah it was a fun little yeah, gift I love that it. i got and you should do that more often yeah well maybe i will maybe i will i gotta wait till i get into the depths of despair again <laughs> and then i'll be like come on sarah you need you just need a year i actually a, a friend of mine I'll, I'll keep it vague um because you know it's private stuff but uh they are going through what is probably going to be a divorce wow. and super bummed and it's kind of a dramatic situation and it you know it just uh, my friend who I've known for a really long time is understandably really crushed yeah. about the whole thing and trying to navigate and there's children involved mm. and bad news. And I, I try in moments like this to be some sort of a combination of, you know what, in a year, you're going to look back yeah. on this and you're going to remember how you felt, but you won't feel like mm -hmm. this anymore. You know, so it's like part of me wants to say that and I know that it's true and part of me knows that when you're really in that hole, it's not that helpful yeah. sometimes to hear that from people because you're just like, yeah, yeah, I totally. know, but but that's not how I feel now and I, I have to wallow a mm -hmm. little bit. So yeah, and I don't think 
one or the other is like I don't want to keep my mouth shut I want to be supportive but you kind of like gently remind I people of that good. because it does yeah, help because you you know everyone everyone knows, knows. and you, that, being somebody on the that is the way exactly it is. and being on the outside with an objective point of view is helpful like when your friend is like in this subjective hell you know you can just be objective and be like you know you're gonna right. be fine and and it's true your memory doesn't remember a lot of the yucky painful stuff which is kind of amazing oh gosh i mean there are people <laughs> i mean i don't know it depends on the day but like there are people living in the world mm -hmm. that i am not cool with <laughs> i mean there's just like a couple of them yeah. right but it's like we are not cool uh -huh. we're never gonna be cool <laughs> but at one point we yeah. were and I still sometimes have a happy memory of that sure. person. And like, it doesn't upset me. Like no me. hard feelings. I'm like, that was a really fun memory. Or I remember that day, like how much we sure. laughed. Or I remember the thing that that person did that I always really mm -hmm. liked. And then I'll be like, well, fuck them. <laughs> you know, the little evil monster. But like, but like, but even so, it's like, there was a time where I'd be like, I can't remember anything good about you. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, but like, but still, it's it's never that cut. And no, dry. it really isn't. Nothing is, Sarah. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. <laughs> well, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you're you're. Uh, tell me the name of it. Ta Taschen. Oh, Taschen. Um, T a s c h e n. It's German. Taschen. That's pretty cool. That 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 sounds fun. Maybe I'll maybe I'll get myself a nice hot pink. You know, I want to get you one, see but I'm up. worried because you don't like pens. That's true. I, I like. Are you not going to do it because you don't like pens? Well, you said there's an app. Yeah, there is an app. That's true. I'm going to look into yeah. the app and I'll get back to you. Yeah, I'm. And all, well, it's true. I, I was about to be like, well, I don't hate pens, but I do. I actually hate pens. So that's just that's just. I like a nice pen. You know, like a fountain pen where you're like, ooh, this writes nicely. Okay, that's what I was just going to say. I just bought four pens that were $10, which, you know, is kind of steep, I guess. But they're like the Uniball, like good, fine point, like nice mm -hmm. pens. Because I don't like writing either, but I like those pens. And it makes writing actually more of a joy. So I think you just need to find a pen that you like. But the thing is, is like there are pens where when I write with them, I'm like, oh, this is pleasing. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay, I'm done. I don't want to. Yeah, like it, that was a fun experience. Well, maybe I you could get a typewriter and you could type on the pages or something. God, I have a computer, Heather. I don't want these analog things. I think this all stems from, I think, uh, is because I'm left-handed. Yeah. And, you know, with pens, when you get to a point in school where it's like you're writing a book report, it has to be like blue or black ink, sure. right? Like no pencils, no like hearts over the eyes. Mm -hmm. Like there were like all these rules, you know, but it was all longhand still. And, you know, my my left hand would just be a huge smudge of either blue <laughs> yeah. or black ink because you're dragging your hand across the page no matter how like you'd have to write so weird in order not to do that and left-handed people around the world know what I'm talking about if you're of an age where you used to write a lot of long like front and back, you know, notebook mm -hmm. paper. And uh, and I also like never had the best penmanship. Mm -hmm. I mean, I it was fine, but it was just like not, I never sort of looked at a a long thing. And was like, oh, this is so nice. I was always like, it's like smudgy and like I like messed up Me here. Me too. I hate my writing. Yeah. I'm very critical and so it's of like, my writing. And I'm a really good typist. I'm fast. I, you know, I I I I just find it to be much more. I don't know. Pleasurable. It's just. It's just it is it is pleasurable it's the way i i uh i do my stuff yeah uh anyway so on that note how do you do your stuff <laughs> email us 
<laughs> tell us about your lucid dreams, uh, what you uh, were feeling yesterday, what you wrote down in your diary, <laughs> if you're counting the ounces of water that you're taking in all day. I mean, we really, we talked about a lot of we stuff We ask a lot there. of you every we week. Do. And we expect greatness. We do. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? What is this, a passive exercise, everybody? You know? Get <laughs> no, on there's the homework. Ball. <laughs> there's homework. You can't have uh, such a good day without doing a little bit of homework, all right? <laughs> in, indeed. You have a lot of ways that you can give us feedback. Uh, as we mentioned, hi at havesuchagoodday.com is our email address. We love those emails. You can also leave us an iTunes review. In fact, we got a, uh, one recently that's really sweet. Um, it is from a number person. A number person? The, oh, that's what the this username is. Like the, is. Yeah, the username. Um, refreshing and enjoyable, they say. Um, five stars. Thank you so much. Sarah and Heather oh, bring nice. a unique perspective to their podcast. It's both educational and entertaining to hear them share their life experiences. One can always count on discussions of life's challenges in a positive tone. Well, hopefully oh, we're always cool. positive. It's like catching yeah. up with two friends at a neighborhood pub or coffee shop. If only we could do that, right? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, Thanks well, for that. Yeah, in fact, that kind of encapsulates what we're going for here. Yeah. You know, we Heather and I sometimes sit down and it's like, I don't know, do we even have a show? Like, <laughs> let's just get going. And we always do because that's just how it works. This is sort of, it is a weekly diary of sorts. It is. And you know, in fact, I think our show is actually under the genre of like personal diaries or personal, there's there's something you have to like. <laughs> That's probably something I did when I submitted it to iTunes. Yeah, but it made sense ago. at the time because it's really, I mean, how do you, it's not tech, it's not, you know, pop culture, it's not, it, it's some of those things, but it's yeah. essentially a bit more of a personal yeah. Uh, you could call it a show about nothing, but a really, really good one. But it's a show about everything at the same time. Yeah. It's nothing like a Seinfeld everything. thing. It's very, de very deep. Very, very deep. Very deep. And for anybody who's like, well, iTunes, but that's not how I listen to you. That's cool. Um, and we're, you know, listen, write us a nice review if you feel like it. It's certainly not mandatory. No. But just know that if you do enjoy the show, those reviews help us get on more lists. Mm -hmm. You know, we might be, you know, picked for podcast of the week and then maybe we get some more patrons as a result. Mm -hmm. So if it's something that you have time to do and you like the show, we really appreciate it. Uh, it, it, it really does make a difference for us because that's where a lot of people do uh, discover new, new content. Exactly. And it could lead to bigger things. I mean, who knows when the world opens up, maybe we do live shows where you, we can yeah. meet you in person. I mean, who yeah. knows the world is our oyster after this oh pandemic ends. <laughs> I, I will be, I know tomorrow. Yeah. No, it's not gonna be tomorrow, but I would, I am so just kind of like ready for, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I was about to say public speaking, but I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm never ready for that. But yeah, something where it's like a group, not a one-on-one, yeah. -on -one, not, a not convention. three of us, but like kind of, yeah, like a fun thing where you can like, oh, let me shake your hand kind of stuff. I think it's, that would be super fun. Like a little, it would, yeah, it's like it almost a newfangled, um, intimate convention sort of thing. Cause I don't know. I, I mean, are conventions going to come back? I, it seems a little risky to me. Yeah. I think there are certain things in life that are never going to bounce completely back to the olden days, mm -hmm. the before times. And that's a good and a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And real quick, uh, we don't want to belabor because I know we, we, we thank you and also ask of you every week. If you're not a patron, please consider becoming one uh, for as little as a dollar a month. That's uh, 25 cents per show because we do four of these once a week each month. We're so damn can, cheap. Yeah, we, we really are. You know, but we, 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 we know that you appreciate good value. Yes, that's right. And, and counting, counting your pennies. Saving them, rather. Counting your 
chickens. Saving your pennies, counting your chickens before they hatch or something. (laughs) (laughs) Mixing our metaphors as usual. As usual. But if you are not already a patron, first of all, if you are, thank you so much. Shout out We really appreciate you. We have more patrons than we've ever had. And it's a slow and steady wins the race kind of thing with us. (laughs) But if you're not, patreon.com slash have such a good day is where you can find out more about getting on the team, joining our Discord, and just kind of helping us because we are a community effort. Uh, We don't get paid for this. But uh, it is production and helps us keep the lights on. Uh, Every little bit helps. And it helps strengthen, like Heather said, what we'd like to do in the future. Exactly. Exactly. We have lofty goals. We're a couple classy ladies with a a cheap show and lofty goals. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. We're we're living the dream and reaching for the stars. Uh, By the way, Scrambled Eggs, um, who spells his, I know, Scrambled Eggs, it's a handle, uh, did up uh, his Patreon pledge sent us a little note about uh, doing so and did not go unnoticed. Thank you so much uh, to everybody. We know it's a tough time for a lot of folks. Uh, These are very lean days, uh, certainly for me, and we completely understand uh, that uh, you might be in a situation where you can't do that. If you can, uh, thank you so much. And, and, you know, just keep up the positive attitudes. Yeah, seriously. You guys are awesome. Uh, Total shout out to all y'all. And also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at have it actually, well, it's an acronym have (laughs) God, ah. Heather, my God, let's start this over. Let's start this over. (laughs) Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at H S G D show. And you know, we're, you know, we're, we promote, we try to promote as much as possible. Um, follow us and we'll chat with you. I know some of you just joined our uh, Instagram. So thank you. We love having having our people close to home. Indeed. Well, I think this uh, this wraps up another fun-filled, exciting show. Heather and I will be back to do it all next week. We hope until then, you stay warm, you stay hydrated, uh, you stay as happy as possible, you write down your dreams, and... um, And in episode 88. Oh, (laughs) You know we're not going to have one until... 99. 11 weeks from now when it's episode 99, which is also like a really fun episode. That's super fun. I'm surprised oh you didn't talk about them the entire show. Oh, palindromes? I didn't even really think about it, weirdly. Uh, palindromes are my favorite thing, whether it's a word or a number. Uh, I can't think of you anything I like more. things. It's all good. It's just so symmetrical. <laughs> I love it. It's a perfectly balanced seesaw. All right. I'm getting out of here because right. I'm entering yeah. crazy town. Gotta go. <laughs> Until next week, I will be Sarah. And I will be Heather. Have such a good day. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.